Welcome to the second part of episode 11. Here we will talk about the 2021 Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame inductees, as well as the NBA playing tournament that we just saw, as well as who we think is going to win in the first round of the NBA playoffs. Enjoy the second part of episode 11. But speaking of Hall of Fames, let's look at the Naismith Basketball 2021 Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame class that was announced this week after the 2020 Hall of Fame class was inducted last week. But the 2021 Hall of Fame inductees include Rick Adelman as a coach. He was a, he's ninth all-time in NBA career wins. Chris Bosch, former Miami Heat and Toronto Raptors player, is, has also been confirmed as an inductee. He was an 11-time All-Star, a two-time NBA champion and averaged 19.2 points per game and 8.5 rebounds per game. Paul Pierce, the 2008 champion finals MVP, has also been named into the 2021 Hall of Fame class. He was a 10-time All-Star. Bill Russell, who's already in the Hall of Fame as a player, is going to be inducted this year as a coach. He finished his coaching career with a 54% win percentage and had a 55.7% win percentage in the playoffs. So his playoff win percentage was higher than his overall win percentage, which is very nice to see. Ben Wallace is being inducted into the 2021 Hall of Fame class. He won Defensive Player of the Year four times. He was a four-time All-Star and a 2004 NBA champion with the Detroit Pistons when they beat a Shaq, Kobe, Gary Payton, Carl Malone, Lakers. Chris Webber has finally been named a Hall of Fame. The five-time All-Star, the 1994 Rookie of the Year, and one of the few players who was able to average 20-plus points per game in nine straight seasons. Jay Wright has also been nominated as a, uh, has also been inducted to the 20 it will also be inducted into the 2021 Hall of Fame class. He's a coach on the collegiate level. He's a two-time Naismith National Coach of the Year, a two-time NCAA National Champion, and he's the first coach in history to lead a team to four consecutive 30-win seasons. Yolanda Griffith, a former WNBA player, will also be inducted to the 2021 Hall of Fame class. She was a seven-time All-Star in the WNBA, two-time Olympic gold medalist, the 1999 WNBA MVP, and the Defensive Player of the Year, as well as a WNBA champion in 2005. Next up, we have Lauren Jackson. She was a seven-time WNBA All-Star, a three-time WNBA MVP, a two-time WNBA champion, a one finals MVP in the WNBA in 2010, and one Defensive Player of the Year in the WNBA in 2007. What a stacked resume that is. From the international side, we have Tony Kukoc, a former Bulls player who is who is a three-time NBA champion, one was Sixth Man of the Year in the NBA in 1996. He's a three-time EuroLeague MVP, a one-time Olympic gold medalist in 1990, two-time Olympic silver medalist in 1998 and 1992, and has won FIBA World Championship in 1990. So that is the 2021 Hall of Fame, Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame class. Jeremy, I'll start with you. What are your thoughts on that? Okay, yeah. Uh, I think I think this is a solid list. Um, I know a few players here, yeah, not a lot. I think I've heard of their names. And yeah, a lot of people don't remember Paul Pierce. And right now, his analyst career has kind of like diminished his popularity with NBA fans. But like, real NBA fans kind of remember him uh, back from when he was a player and how little he was. Like, he was much as he really didn't want to go against back in the day. And so, like, looking at all the players here, especially let's say even Chris Bosch. Chris Bosch is really underrated because of his time in Manchester. And that's the one most people remember. But Chris Bosch back in Toronto was like a really, really one of the top power forwards at that, 
at that time before moving to Miami where he was kind of overshadowed because of LeBron but I mean looking clearly at this list it's, it's a really really good list like it really really is a good list even seeing Ben Wallace on this list makes me happy because 2004 he, he really did you know he really did the Lakers <laughs> I don't know just telling me when I think about that I wish Lakers would have won that but uh, yeah looking at Ben Wallace on this list is, uh, I mean it makes, me, it makes me happy and I think the list is really solid I think everyone here is really good at not that you know that accolade so yeah alright but well, I don't have much to add I also agree with Sarah that um, everyone on this list deserves to be there and I can't wait to see who will be enshrined next year Spiel Diane yeah I mean all of them are deserving I don't know what else to say um I think, yeah, the, the WNBA players, Melanie and Lauren, I, I was first introduced to Lauren, like, I first watched Lauren, like, maybe 2008, Olympics, even, um, and I, from there, like, she's, she's a beast, and also Melanie, I watched a few of her, like, um, how do you say, highlights, yeah, so, and all the NBA players already established, so, I don't have any critique the list. Alright, so this week in the NBA, we saw um, four playing games take place. Is it four? No, more than four playing games take place, my bad. We saw on Tuesday night, we saw the Eastern Conference playing games take place. So we saw the Indiana Pacers wallop the Charlotte Hornets 144-117 in the first playing game, being led by uh, by O'Shea Brissett because their star player, Harris Levert, was unable to go due to health and safety protocol. The second playing game saw the Boston Celtics, led by Jason Tatum's 50-point night, beat the Washington Wizards 118-100. to The third playing game took place on Wednesday night, and we saw San Antonio take on the Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis Grizzlies outlasted San Antonio Spurs 100-96, to and will play the Golden State Warriors tonight for the 8th seed. They were led on the night by Jonas Valanciunas' double-double, where he had 23 rebounds, 23 points, and he just balled out and dominated San Antonio inside all night long. The fourth playing game saw LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers edge Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors 103-100 to for the Lakers to clinch the 70. So then we had Indiana Bay Washington for the eighth and final seat in the Eastern Conference and Russell Westbrook Brad, and Bradley Beal and the Washington the rest of the Washington Wizards team dominated Indiana the whole night coming off, coming out on top 142-115 to winners and they now hold the, claim the eighth seat what were your thoughts on playing tournament and do you think it should stay because some of the games we saw this week were very entertaining and give teams something to play for even after the end of the season okay the only um playing game i watched was the lakers game um that game was i mean all the i watched the highlights as well for the others all the games were like, like you said nana were really competitive and good um but i was having a conversation with my friend yesterday about the playing tournament um we don't like we don't love it, but the games um were found to be entertaining. We just don't like the fact that these top teams like the Lakers and the Warriors, I guess the the people who organised the playing game, the playing tournament, didn't wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't um have guessed that the Warriors and the Lakers would be fighting for their playoff place. So but um we don't like the playing tournament because like it just all these top teams Nana, why are you can you can you relax please, Nana? All these top teams were um uh what's the word? I like fighting for their lives essentially. So we don't like that aspect. But as well as the fact that these teams are playing more, these players are playing more games than um than usual, obviously. Um, but I mean, like the game, the game that I watched, the Lakers and Warriors was a good game, I guess. 
Um, yeah, Steph did his thing. LeBron saved you guys' ass. But it was a good game. I can't speak on other games, though. So, I saw it, like, hold the same comments I've been holding since the beginning of this playing bit. I don't like it. It it gives it doesn't give the players enough time to rest for the playoffs. Cause let's let's look at it this way. I don't know when um the first and eighth seed will play, but then like for the teams that have qualified, they've had enough chance to rest since Sunday or Saturday or so. So when the the game should start, that's either on Saturday or Sunday. And let's say today that Warriors are playing the Grizzlies. They wouldn't have enough time to rest to play against um, the um, um, Utah Jazz. I think Monday or Tuesday. Which to me does not make sense because like that's not a lot of rest time for the players. Already the, the season has been stretching, too many injuries and everything, and you're making them play this like do this playing stuff, which is also going to make them like exhaust them even more. Because um, Diane was saying something about the games being exciting and oh, and I don't necessarily think the games have been exciting aside the Warriors Lakers game. That was the only exciting game that happened. Playing. All the other games have been pretty much blowout or like you know obvious obvious lead obvious win. For example, the Pacers versus Hornets match. A lot of people were expecting the Hornets to win, but then obviously, if if you're a real basketball fan, you will know that Hornets will not be able to win because they have that young core and they are pitching the strength. I didn't watch the game, but then I kind of watched um uh, videos analyzing the Warriors uh, the Hornets game, and you could really tell that there were a lot of mistakes that were being made due to the fact that Hornets was a young core and they have not had the time to go yet that player caliber um, so I mean aside the Warriors Lakers game which was like I mean come on we all expected we know Kerry was going to go off and Warriors actually a good thing just that a lot of people counted them out this season I think I probably even counted them out this season <laughs> but yeah I mean Kerry is, is, is like a player who is out of this world and definitely you know would, would want to play out because yeah that's the, the caliber of player he is so aside that Lakers Warriors game I don't think the other two games have been as exciting this playing as people are saying oh, I, Thing, if it has it or anything, so I, I personally feel like that playing thing should be crap because even whether you're expecting, you're not expecting Lakers to be in the seventh seed or Warriors to be in the eighth seed or what like um, in the playing game, I feel like it's, it's not ideal, it's still not ideal because it doesn't give the players a lot of rest for the player, which is actually really needed for the player. Let me quickly interject because the, the Western Conference side, the Western Conference side of things had the two entertaining games because if you watched the Memphis San Antonio game, which I did watch because I was awake for some odd reason at that time it was a blowout early then San Antonio came back and then it ended up being a close game for most of the rest of the way so th- the two playing games on the west were, were competitive three on the eastern conference side have not been competitive whatsoever question this, this is this is a bit off topic but I just want to know uh, your opinions on this is it ever possible that uh, Curry and LeBron can play together like would I even work it's possible it's possible <laughs> It is possible. Yeah. And will, will it Steph, work? I mean, it depends whether Steph oh, wants. I mean, Steph said he wants to stay with Golden State his whole career, but at the end of, I think this season or next season, his contract expires and he has to make a decision. Let me keep all plus. The problem is they me some three rings in the movie. Ah. Papa, do you have any thoughts on the plan? Um, I never really understood it until they played it. But um, once they did, no, I don't. I don't like it. I I feel like if you didn't make the top eight, you're out. There should be no second chances. And I mean, just give the players more time to rest up, trying to cram as many games into the season as possible. 
to increase your revenues. It doesn't make sense. If COVID hadn't come around, do you think would ever have to? Do you think the NBA would ever have to consider a playing situation? No, because they only brought it in last year because of COVID coming in, and then this year they decided to keep it because they were playing ten less games this season. And now, because they've seen it's another way to make money, they plan on keeping it for other, more seasons to come. Would well, you say? Did you say they're now playing ten less games? Yeah, because usually they play eighty-two games a season, but this season, because of the short schedule, they played seventy-two. So and then you add that's the why they, that's why they added the play in this year. But now that they see, but now that they've seen that they they can make more money with the play, even when they go back to eighty-two next year, they're still going to be a play because that's what reporters are reporting that. So can't the teams and, and the players? No, because the. Players can't really do anything because they signed the CBA a couple of years ago, and the owners control. Um, an owner makes decisions for the team. If an owner votes for it, it's going to stick, and all the owners rotate for the play-in. All right, so the Eastern Conference playoff bracket is set. So the one seed Philadelphia Sixers will play the Washington Wizards. Game one is on Sunday, May twenty third, in Philly at five p.m. Ghana time. Um, the two seed Brooklyn Nets will play the Boston Celtics on Saturday, May twenty second, in Brooklyn, at midnight here in Ghana. The third seed Milwaukee Bucks will play the six seed Miami Heat in Milwaukee on Saturday, May twenty second, at six p.m. Ghanaian time. The four seed at New York Knicks will play the five seed Atlanta Hawks on game one is on May twenty Sunday, May twenty third, and the game will be at. 11 p.m. Ghanaian time. On the Western Conference side, the one seed will play either Golden State or Memphis. Game one is scheduled for Sunday, May 23rd at 1.30 a.m. Ghanaian time. The two seed Phoenix Suns will play the seven seed LA Lakers at 7.30 East, uh, 7.30 Ghanaian time on Sunday, May 23rd at 7 p.m., 7.30 p.m. Ghanaian time. On Sunday, May 23rd, the Phoenix Suns will take on the LA Lakers. The three seed Denver Nuggets will take on Portland Trail Blazers Saturday, May, game one, Saturday, May 22nd at 2.30 a.m. Ghanaian time. Um, the four seed Los Angeles Clippers will play the fifth seed Dallas Mavericks at 8.30 p.m. on Saturday, May 22nd. So I'll, I just want you guys to give me quick fire who wins these first round series. Um, everyone go. The, the order is Seram, Diane, um, Papa, then Spiro. So, who wins the series between Philadelphia and Washington? And how many games does it go? Um, I'm, I'm going with Philly. I'm going with Philly in six. Diane? I, that's exactly the same answer I was going to give. Why is that echoing? Yeah, Philly. Alright, Papa. Philly clean sweep for Spear. I'm going with Philly. I'm going against four just like Papa. Alright, I'm going to say um I'll pick Philly, but in five games. I think Washington will win one. Alright, the two seed Brooklyn Nets against the Boston Celtics. Serum, how many games do you see this going and who do you have winning that series? Uh Brooklyn. Either it's three point five. <laughs> That's what I see. <laughs> I love Wait, it's Brooklyn and here, Boston. Brooklyn and Brooklyn, Boston. Yeah. I'm going Brooklyn, man. I'm going Brooklyn. 
uh, either it's going to be either three point five. I think Boston might be able to win one, but yeah, it's not going more than five. Ah, uh, I see Boston. I'll say Brooklyn though, but in six. Boston in six with KD. Um, hands in Brooklyn, the Brooklyn. Nice Brooklyn or Boston. 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 Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I knew what I said. Boston in six <laughs> with KD and um, Kyrie. Head and hands, um, disappointed that they couldn't win with their own super team. I see, um, I see going to like a game seven, cause I mean we 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 are just super pointing them, but I I I just see going to a game seven. And that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Please, this is not the oracle speaking. I beg, this is me speaking. God have like mercy upon us. The oracle, like I said. The Oracle, like I said, is on a break. But this, this for me, I see it going to be seven. Boy, yeah. did they see like Brooklyn versus? Oh no, 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 no! I don't see, I don't see going to. Alright, Brooklyn, Brooklyn is Brooklyn's understaffed. They are undermanned, and Nets. Anyway, he says quick fire. Let me never even explain. You see, the right. thing you say, underdogs, underdogs, they exist, and they still be Boston. Uh, so me, I, I think Brooklyn will. I love Jason Tatum, but Brooklyn in five. Um, the th- Three seed Milwaukee Bucks or some six seed Miami Heat. Who do you have winning how many games? Ah, uh, honestly, I don't know. Uh, I really don't know. I I don't know. <laughs> I want okay. I want to say Bucks because Miami lost them last season. And it wasn't nice. I'm hoping that Giannis can prove his MVP status because we're not people really talk too much. So maybe Bucks and seven. That's why I'm going with Bucks and seven. Me too. Me too. Charlie Heat, Heat in four. Um, I agree with your heat and for um, I, um God, the heart, the heart, what, what the heart wants to uh, heat and for yeah, Jimmy buckets for finals MVP. You know the vibes. The New York Knicks versus Atlanta Hawks. Who's winning? How many games? <sighs> Knicks and five. Sorry, sorry. Knicks. Yeah, yeah Knicks. Knicks. Thing is, Knicks and five. You said five. You said. Jeremy, you said what? I said Knicks and seven or six. It's not going to be I'll go in next. I'll go in next. I'll go with uh, six. Next and six. Game I'm, going at, I'm, I'm going at Atlanta in I'm six. Going, I'm going with next and five or six. No. No, I, I'm not going Atlanta, man. Okay, but then that's going to be different. I'm going Atlanta in six. All right, so moving to the Western Conference. Actually, we're going to skip the one seed right now because we don't know who they're going to play yet. Um, But the two seed... Suns versus the LA Lakers. Who do you have and how long do you see it going? It's going to be Lakers in five or six for me. I say Lakers in six. Suns in six. Suns in six. Papa's against today. So I'm going Lakers in five. Uh, Denver versus Portland. How long do you see the series lasting and who do you have coming out on top? Yeah, I think it's a tight. It's going to be a tight thingy. So Denver. I'll say Denver. Denver, I don't really know when. I'll give between four and seven because Charlie is the playoffs. Playoffs, the the the, the game is different. So be, Denver between four and seven. Um, Denver and six. I'm going Portland and six. I just feel Jokic has balled out the whole season. Fatigue will kick in, and Dame, CJ, Melo, Nurkic will all ball out and see Portland upset the Denver Nuggets. Just like how Aubameyang bought out the whole season, Atmaz in the Utah conference. 
hard guy. Yikes. Sign that thing, in it? Um, the Clippers, the last series we'll look at, the Clippers versus the Mavericks. Who do you have winning and um, how many games do you see it going? I think it will be a repeat of last season. Six. I'm going to go against and say Dallas in six. I feel if Dallas wins, it's going to have to be a seven-game series. I'm going Dallas in seven. Dallas in four. Four. Mavs in six. Eight. So, Sarah, who picked the Clippers? Sarah, your Lakers, yeah. your Lakers card has to be looked at. It has to be reviewed. Oh, no. The Battle of LA must happen. <laughs> the battle of LA must happen. See, I want Lakers to be Clippers. I want us to lash them. <laughs> hmm. All right. So our last topic for today, we're going to look at the NBA released the top three candidate for the NBA awards, and we'll start by looking at most improved player. So how this is going to work is everyone who was here for previous episodes will give their Oh, so for most improved, the top three are most improved finalists are Jeremy Grant, Michael Porter Jr., and Julius Randle. So in our old episodes, I remember I picked Chris Wood as my most improved favorite. But right now, looking at the top three, I feel Julius Randle is the deserved winner. So everyone has to give their old pick and then talk about who they have out of the three finalists. Three finalists for most improved again are Julius Randle, Michael Porter Jr., and Jeremy Grant. I think I also pick um, Chris Wood, and I have to agree with you. For me, it's Julius Randle. Serum, don't be shy. Oh, oh no, nah, I'm still going Randle. Come on. Like, it's clearly Randle. I spew. I, I don't think I was, in, uh, was on that episode, but I mean, it's Randle for me. Papa, who do you have winning most improved? It has to be Randall. No debate. Alright, so for Coach of the Year, we I don't think we ever made these picks, but the top three for Coach of the Year are Quinn Snyder, Tom Thibodeau, and Monty Williams. Who do you guys have winning? Probably Tom Thibodeau. And I'm thinking it's between Nick and Utah Jazz for me, like the Utah Jazz coach. Uh, yeah. Nick because no. he's looking at the playoffs. Also, no. No love for Monty Williams? No love for Monty Williams? That's what sounds right. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but then, you know, the presence of CB3 also added to that. The reason why I want to go with next is because um, this season, not only are they very, you know, tough on defense, you know, they've been able to make the playoffs as well. And they are also able to score. They look more efficient. They look much better as a team. And the reason why I'm going with Jazz is because, it, like, aside um, Donovan Mitchell, they don't, like, aside Donovan Mitchell, they don't have a big name star on their team. You would say Rudy Gobert, but then, I mean, everybody knows, like, to be very honest, Rudy Gobert is not, like, the biggest name star in the league. And aside, even Donovan Mitchell, Seth is not, like, appreciated as a big name star and they were able to take the first seed from other teams in the West. In the West, against teams like Clippers and Lakers and all that. So, it's between those two for me, really, to be honest. Anyone who wins. But honestly, I think anyone who wins is still fine. It, it works anyway. I think I'll go with 
what the masses are saying. But Serum, Serum's point to makes a lot of sense. I mean, I like the analysis, so it's going to be a close one, but it's Tom for me. But it's going to be a very close one. Honestly, I think I'll give it to Quinn Snyder because he's kept his team solid and on top of the NBA world all season. And it's been a very solid season from the Utah Jazz. For sixth man of the year, I think we all picked Jordan Clarkson when we did our picks earlier. And Jordan, the top three for sixth man of the year are Jordan Clarkson, Joe Ingles, and Derek Rose. And I think everyone thinks, everyone here at All Sports thinks Jordan Clarkson is the deserved six man of the year winner. Am I right? You're correct. Correct for a billion and five points. Yeah, <laughs> good and facts and good and cracks. I mean, if he right, doesn't so, win, I'll be very pissed. Right. Yeah, honestly. For defensive player of the year, um, the top three are Rudy Gobert, Ben Simmons, and Draymond Green. I remember at the beginning, I said Ben Simmons should win. I hope he wins, but something's telling me people voted for Rudy Gobert over Ben Simmons. I just, I'm going to stick with Ben, I'm going to stick with Ben Simmons winning defensive player. Yeah, I'm sticking with the guy too. I mean, I do want to stick with Ben Simmons. Uh, I do want to stick with Ben Simmons. Like, it looks like Rudy Gobert, honestly, because Rudy Gobert is leading statistically, he's leading a lot of stats. I think he's leading the field leaderboard and blocks leaderboard as well. It will be very, very tough, to be honest, <laughs> for Ben Simmons to just win it. Because I've, like, statistically, I've not even seen his name in the top five in any of the leaderboards, even in field. So, I mean, it, I think we go Ben might win it. Um, I'm going with Ben Simmons. Alright, for Rookie of the Year, I picked Lobello earlier. Does everyone agree, or does someone, I know Serum, was picking Anthony Edwards. Who'd you have? Who'd you get? The top three were Lamelo Ball, Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton. So who'd you guys have winning rookie of the year? I'd still put Lamelo over Anthony Edwards, but that's my opinion. Yeah, I'm still sticking with Lamelo. Yeah, I don't know about Serum. I don't know about Serum. <laughs> yeah, same here. Yeah, same here. <laughs> you guys. Uh, <laughs> I'm going with Anthony Edwards by no Melo. To this day? To this day. Hold on, Charlie. See, I'm going with Anthony Edwards. I thought Melo would win it because Melo is in most of the, like, in most of the stats categories. So, it's most likely that he will But then, well, Charlie, I really wanted Edwards to win it, but right now Melo is back in the rest of So, it looks like Melo will win, but I'm still going with Anthony Edwards. Alright. I know I know how you feel. Um last year I felt like um Kendrick Nunn should have won it, but we'll get we'll get to that later. Before we move on to the top three for MVP, um Daya, do you want to talk about who your early season MVP pick was? Ah, at the start of the season, I said Tatum. <laughs> Didn't I? Why are you why are you still fucking out with this? <laughs> why are you still creasing? <laughs> I said I said Tatum like literally when the NBA started this season. On a whim, okay? Kojo, please, what do you have to think? What do you think about that? Oh, that's a good pick. He's a player who drops, what, 50 points? Thank you. Yeah. That's, uh, that's what I thought. Uh, what's uh, MVP this year? 
Yeah, but at the start of the NBA, yeah. I mean, thank you, Tatum is a great player. I don't, I don't see the problem with it. Thank you, Papa. Nana, how do you feel? For him, yeah. I mean, I, I see. I have to go down and perform this one. All right. So for MVP, the finalists were Nikola Jokic, Joel Embiid, Steph Curry. I think I picked Joel Embiid. Um. Before the season started, you can go check my Twitter if you want to find that out. But I think Nikola Jokic will win MVP. I picked Jokic. I'm still holding to that. Jokic should win the MVP. Yeah. I think Jokic will win it, but my heart belongs to Steph. He has a wife. He has a wife. Can you relax? For MVP, my heart for MVP. (laughs) My my heart my heart for MVP belongs to Steph. Can you relax? Why are you guys bugging? Spiel? Who's your MVP? I literally just said it right now. Who did you say? No one heard you. I'm going for Joel. Papa? Um, though Joel Embiid's my second favorite player in the league after Russell Westbrook, I would have to go for um, Nikola Jokic. I mean, but also Westbrook. Mm. Westbrook, my favorite player in the league. <laughs> Why walking to bring some Westbrook? Don't don't bring West, Westbrook disrespect here, Charlie. If you know they, if they, you be casual, they watch basketball. Make you not bring Westbrook. Uh, I, I think he gets slandered for no reason. He puts teams on his back. Yo, yo, but like Charlie, let's be real here. Don't bring Westbrook slander here because Charlie, if they talk like casual, they don't bring Westbrook slander here. No, no. Sir, I'm not being casual. But you school, you school. This argument we can have with But Papa, Papa, I think this is the point where I realize that. If you were on point the whole time, but to mention that name, but you school, let's go. You know, it's just, uh, it's just, uh, but yeah, he I, just, I have he just, 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 yeah, legit. Legit. Just follow the, the, the Westbrook slander they think you talk. Alright, so Sarah, I'm, please. I'm not the biggest Westbrook fan. I'm not, I don't, I don't really like Westbrook like that, but come on. If I'm going to be very real, uh, yeah. Sarah, what's factors of the day today? Oh, yeah. Fact of the day, yeah? Huh, huh. Okay, uh, so fact of the day. Since the ABA and the merger, uh, there has only been one MVP, like one player who has won MVP that did not come from a from a high seeding. That's like let's say from first to fourth or from first to third, and that player was Russell Westbrook. Yeah, where uh, I think in 2017, um, when OKC was seeded eighth, was eighth in the NBA. And that was the only time a player see that yeah, so that's the sixth and yeah, he won NBA MVP. So if K should win MVP this year, which I'd be the lowest ever seed. The lowest ever seed. He'll be the lowest ever seed to win it. Yeah. Alright. Thank you for the day. day. Thank you for that fact of the day. Alright. Thank you for listening to another episode of Apple Sports. It's been Euros, none of my guys, and I've been here with Papa Margazin. Probably just for you. Thank you.
Sierra Conte. Thank you for listening. Join us next time on Oddball Sports. See you next week.